Oops. <laughs> I'll fix it. Alright, come. here again Woo! season 13 episode 20 what one 22 22 attention deficit order uh i'm your host chris and way um, over here i'm skip there's skip over there in c-town uh southern negative <laughs> space studios uh southern negative space studios that's right uh yeah this is our first skype um official uh, no more in the studio Skype podcast. That's right. I'm in my fucking pod cave, man, which is bare bones right now, but it will be set up over the next month or so. Oh, nice. And uh, what are you smoking over there in Negative Space Studios? Southern Negative Space oh, Studios has Nina Lamone this evening. Oh, wait. Did I have that? No. No, I have... Uh... God damn it. I was... No, Super Silver Kush. Uh, that's, rocking, a, huh? that's a seven gram uh, eighth there, guys. Or no, four gram. What is it, a seventh? Yeah, it, it's a seventh, but they call it a four gram eighth, whatever. Yeah, there we go. The seventh, guys, or an eighth, or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Woo, yeah. Man, dodged a couple hurricanes, dodged a couple uh, tornadoes and floods. Man, it's gnarly out there. But we didn't uh, dodge the lightning strikes. Or uh, gnarly lightning strikes over here in the Bay Area, guys. It was all, yes. it was amazing. Same thing down here in Clovis. Uh, yeah, we were we talking used... a little before the show. It was uh, it was a solid two hours, uh, two and a half hours of, of almost nonstop lightning and thunder, and just pouring rain. It was crazy. We don't get weather like that around here. No, it was it was perfect weather for it too because it was so muggy and hot. Like earlier in the day. Now it's just, and then it was just perfect, and then it was just thunder and lightning. I thought my neighbors were moving shit around in their backyard because I had my headphones on. Because all I could hear was rumbling. Dude, I thought my boss was moving furniture upstairs. Oh, you thought your boss was moving furniture upstairs, Em? Oh, jeez. Hi, Em. Oh, oh, well, Em's not on the microphone. I know. <laughs> I'm saying it for posterity. I was, I was willing to set one up for her, but she didn't want to set up. So, oh well. You can come over here and talk on my mic if you want. It's open for you guys. Woo! All right. So, um, oh, they told us to never forget. I totally forgot about 9/11. I I did uh, almost. Uh, deliberately. I mean, I was on Twitter enough that I saw people posting it was an inside job. Hashtag fuck it. The feds knew like, you know, all that bullshit. Like, you know, steel beams don't melt from airline fuel and all that bullshit. Uh, So, yeah. I I mean, it was within my consciousness, but it wasn't something I actively thought about for most of the day. No, they had him. Oops. Oh my god. No, I totally forgot. And then I went, I'm like, oh shit, it's 9 11. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, it's been 16 that, years, man. Exactly. That's 16 years ago. I mean, 
I understand it's a national tragedy and it's a big fucking deal, but it's not the first terrorist attack on the United States. It's oh, yeah. the most the most expensive to date, I think, but you know, and it was also all over TV, but at the end of the day it was huh. 16 years ago. I'm it's not something that I'm going to hold a candle for every goddamn day. Well, every yeah. year. Yeah, unless you lost somebody in the tragedy. But but that that's yeah. completely different, you know. Yeah. As a, a private citizen without that kind of tie, I don't see the point in uh, obsessing about any one day, you know. Yeah, I completely forgot about it. I'm like, oh, whoops. I guess. Oh, it is nine eleven. Oh well. Oh, I'm still so. Okay, what do you rate your bowl of? Uh, what did you rate it again? I forget. Uh, I didn't. Uh, so I just finished that bowl of Nina Limon, and it's still a damn good strain, even though it's a little on the old side. Um, so I'll give it a solid 8 out of 10. Uh, uh, girls from Ipa Weedma. Oh, nice. Nee, 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 nee. Nee, 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 nee. Nee. That's right. So, okay. Stony ass fucking trumpet. All right, before we rate uh, the movie I saw this weekend, uh, mm. I think I saw it thrice. Did I? Maybe. Okay. Of course you did. Uh, I, I saw and touched the new Xbox One X. Boom. I picked it up. Did your nerd boner rip through your pants or what? No, my, ooh, there it is. And I ran over to it, picked it up, and was uh, flipping it all around. And it was, uh, it's light. It's a lot lighter than I thought it would be. It's a lighter than the um, S. And it's right, and it was right next to the S, and it's like a quarter inch shorter. Huh. But I heard that, uh, God, who is it? This one uh, internet, uh, she was on uh, uh, this games cast. She went, uh, Andrea Renee, I think her name is. She was playing a build of Assassin's Creed, and the thing overheated twice. Oh. Okay. And she, and, but it was in like an enclosed wah, area. Wah, so wah. I don't know. But I never keep my shit in an enclosed area. Like the back of my entertainment center is open. So. No, yeah. And the same here. The way my setup is, I've got like a full open back area for everything. Like it's not little cubby holes at all. No. No, fuck that. So that's one thing I've heard about it. But it looks slick. It's very small. But this is, and I asked the guy. I'm like, because I was buying, what was I getting? I think I was getting like a, um, a chat mixer or something because I had credit at the Microsoft store. But uh, so the, um, what was it? Oh, no, I asked him like, is this one sold out? He's like, yeah, they're all sold out. Of course they're. The Scorpios are all sold out and they're getting shipments of the regular ones soon. So hopefully my Scorpio will still be in there. The one that Em and I reserved. Yeah, that'd be a pisser if they fucking sold off the one that you uh, you reserved. No, they can't. Okay, here we go, guys. I'm gonna uh, play. So you the could beginning. sue the shit out of them. Now maybe I should play. No, I'll play the reprise first. There we go. No, I'm gonna play this song. Here we go. Uh, where is it? Okay, here we go. Boom. I'm playing this song all week. Um, the movie is called It. Did you see it? 
I did not. It's been a uh, busy weekend of doing nothing. Okay, so the movie is it, and it was awesome, amazing. Set in that's what I hear. Yeah. Set in uh, 1988, 1989. So these kids are basically my age at that time. They're 13, 14 years old. Okay. Between 88, 89 summer. Uh, and it has a very big, like, Stand By Me vibes. And people are going, oh, it's very much um, Stranger Things. No, it's not. It's fucking uh, The Losers Club, which Stranger Things ripped off of. I, I was going to say Stranger Things totally ripped off it in a yes. lot of ways. Yeah, well... But that yeah. makes sense because the book was written in the 80s and the, the original fucking miniseries was in the 80s, right? Or early 90s, whatever. Yeah, I think it was the 90s. This one is set, yeah, 88, 89 summer. So between, um, I think it takes place October 88 and September of 89 is when this takes place. Okay. Okay, because the, uh, the little brother is taken in 88, I think, if you read the book. Yeah, he's taken in the, uh, October of 88. Then he's missing for the whole school year. But these in the summer of 69. <laughs> and these kids, like, they swear. They're calling kids Jews. They're doing everything but the N-word. Um, yeah, but they're, the kids are real. There's one of the, uh, the girl, Beverly Marsh. She, they open up with her smoking in the girls' room. That's you know? not the way this song goes. <clears throat> yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, they don't show kids like that anymore in movies. Where they're actually being well, normal. You know, trying alcohol, like Stand By Me, where they're all smoking cigarettes. Right, or like Basketball Diaries or one of those movies. Well, Basketball Diaries, they're getting their dick sucked for money. and. <laughs> well, but same idea, right? Like kids behaving badly, basically. Like, yeah. Doing shit that they're going to regret when they're adults, most likely. And this was the same director as Mama. So Andy Muschietti, this is his second movie. It made $117 million opening weekend. That's Just, what I read. The biggest horror ever. Uh, biggest horror opening ever. I think it did. It's not just all horror movie. It's more of like a, it's a coming of age story with a scary clown involved. Uh, it, it's like Goonies meets Stand By Me. You know, like that type of vibe. Meets Killer Clown from Outer Space. Uh, well, almost. But like the way the clown, um, like, um, like, uh, what, what am I looking for? Uh, shows himself to all the kids. He shows them right. all their fears in different ways. Does it amazing? The movie's two hours and fifteen minutes long, and it feels like it's an hour and a half. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So they move the story along fast enough that you don't feel like it's drawn out. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's amazing because they go boom, boom. They just go from one kid's fear to the next kid's fear, the next kid's fear to the next kid's fear. It's like, okay, this kid got freaked out. Boom, next kid. Okay, now this kid gets freaked out. So it slowly builds all the characters and what they're afraid of. And then they all come together and they all like, you know, go, oh shit, I'm seeing a clown too, you know. They're all, oh shit, we're all seeing this fucking same clown. In this, okay, people are complaining about the parents in this, in this movie. Uh, I think the parents in the whole town itself is under a spell. Okay, I think the mm. I think the parents are um, all fucked up because their friends were missing forty years ago, you know, and they're or whatever, or the, some of their kids went missing forty years ago, 
And in the beginning, this old lady watches a little kid get dragged into a drain and does nothing about it. Uh, you know, say her with like a little cat, little kitty cat. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't know. And then and then at one point, this the fat kid, I forget his name. He's one of the better actors in the movie. He's literally Jeremy Ray Taylor is the actor's name. Yes. Ben Han- Hanscom is the character. Okay, Ben Hanskin, Ben Foreskin. Oh, like, there you go. <laughs> Like they they pull this guy over and they cut an H into his belly with a blade. Oh, you know you yeah. don't you don't see child on child violence like this in movies. You know, and then like before he's because he's like I'm gonna carve your fucking and he's like I'm gonna carve my fucking name into your stomach. You know, and the one kid's the asshole bully kid starts carving an H into the guy's stomach. Then the fat kid kicks him in the balls. You know, and flips right. over the fence. He gets chased. But uh, yeah, it's like that type. And the uh, and they're calling the kids faggots. You know, you don't see that anymore. It's very reminiscent of when I was a kid. <laughs> like, uh, he's like, oh, he's like, you got a uh, free ride this summer because of your brother, because your brother went missing. And then he's like, I'll see you around, faggot, and licks his palm and slaps his kid in the face with it. Oh, nice. Just, yeah, that does sound like the 80s. Yeah, just weird shit like that, you know, just bullies. Um, but yeah, I think the whole uh, town is under a weird trance because he's been attacking this town since the 1900s. Uh, every 27 years, you know, he appears, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you've read the story, Stephen mm-hmm. King, Stephen King's like, oh, you can't wait for the It sequel? Read the book. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go buy more of these. But people are I haven't com- sold enough millions of them yet. Uh, the, the way they lost their innocence is a lot better than them fucking the chick to get their fucking, or, you know, to have an orgy. Yeah. You know, the, the way they lose their innocence is almost like by, like, an innocent kiss. You know, is how they, um, no, like a peck on the cheek? Well, no, more like, you know, like a Cinderella kiss, you know? Ooh, mm-hmm. You know, no like, tongue. like grabbing the chick and kissing her, but I think in the book they all fucked her to get her out of the spell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? It, they all took exactly turns fucking her to getting it. But in this one, I think it they was... Ran, they ran a train on her, basically. <clears throat> yeah, they ran a train on her in the book. But that's just Stephen King being perverted, you know? Uh, yeah, normal. You know, that's just normal Stephen King uh, being perverted. And he... Uh, so what he did, like, because she was floating, and it showed oh, all the kids floating, you know, which it never displayed before. Because it was always saying, like, you'll float down here, you'll float down here. Was Young MC in the soundtrack? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. And when this soundtrack come out and bust a boom. So one of the better parts in the movie was when um, uh, they all go to the quarry to go swimming, right? And they're all standing there in their skivvies. They're all tidy whities right? All like spitting loogies to see who jumps over the rocks first. Beverly shows up, you know, and goes, I'll jump in. And they're like, huh, a girl. She runs right by him. She jumps off. And one of the kids is like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> yeah. And then um, and then after they swim, this song's playing, and they're all staring at her lying on the rocks. And then she looks over at him. <laughs> and they've all got little stiffies, huh? And now she looks over at him, and they're like, oh, uh, uh you know. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know about Mario. Uh, that level 8-4 is really hard. Yeah, n- uh, none of them talked about video games. They're all riding around on bikes, um, smoking cigarettes, and they didn't really give a shit. You know what I mean? Um, and the parents were nowhere to be found, and I think that was purposeful. 
and people were complaining, like, where's the parents? Where are the parents? Because it's, you know, it's helicopter parent society nowadays. So, like, right. where are the parents? Why aren't the parents here? Why aren't the parents circling around these kids? It's like it wasn't like that back then. Uh, yeah, exactly. In the 80s, kids had a lot more freedom. Yeah, you Unless could... you consciously give your kids that now, and then as a parent, you get shit from other parents. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, come on. You know, you have to trust your kid at some point. And these parents don't trust their kids, so it's like, come on. Well, they can't let go of the control, one or the other. Yeah. And so back then, you know, just like everyone, like you and I, you know, fucking, we just go, boom, we'll see you at six o'clock, off. That's right. I'll be back when the sun goes down. Yep, I'll be back for dinner, leave at 10 a.m., you're gone, you come back at 6 p.m. You know, come back for dinner and you're gone again until fucking 10 or 11. That's the way it was, man. And and that's the way these kids were. They're just like, boom, we're out. And they're uh, in summer just broke right when the right when schools uh, right when the um, bell rings. That's schools getting out for the whole summer in this movie. Uh, okay, so, so did it start with <clears throat> Alice Cooper or what? Uh, no, it started with um, boom the cult. So they get out of school. Like, hey, how's it going, man? We're getting out of school. Woo! Yeah! This'll Come work. on, let's get out of school, guys. Let's rock it. Whew, man. That was good. So, yeah, so they're talking. They're getting out of school. Boom. Um, and then it cuts to the kids walking out of the classroom. Then it cuts to a, a big girl going into the girl's bathroom. And Beverly Marsh is smoking a cigarette. You know, this one camera movement thing. They fill right. up a trash can full of water, pour it on her head, you know, while she's in the stall. Like, they take the trash bag out. And she puts oh, the no. she puts her backpack over her head and all the trash spills all over top of her. Jesus. And they're like, whatever you fucking whore. Because she has like, you know, people are giving her a reputation like she fucks all the guys at school, you know, that type of thing. Nice. When in reality her father's sexually abusing her at, at home. You know? It's like, hey, you gonna do this for daddy? It's like, oh god. Just I mean, I guess at least in the context of uh, this movie, she doesn't have to worry about Pennywise at that point. Well, her uh, one of her fears is like <laughs> um, she's getting her period, so the whole like um, bathroom fills up with blood. You know, mm. Pennywise knows what scares you. And then at one point, I'm spoiling this whole movie. I don't give a shit. Then uh, <laughs> it's already. This I know is it's a, a movie exactly. The the TV show is a piece of shit. Never watch it. This is the one no. to watch. So okay. at one point, Beverly Marsh is buying tampons, right? And she runs into the boys who are buying uh, medical supplies for the fat kid that they ran into, who has a big cut on his stomach. Right. And the one, the one of the kids, his mom has Munchausen syndrome, right? So she's giving this kid placebos fucking all day, making him think he's sick and shit. The parents are really weird. And they're all sweaty. So... She, and they're like, and they run into Beverly Marsh, and they're like, hey, we don't have enough money for this shit. And she's like, oh, okay, I can do that for you. So she walks up to the drugstore guy, starts flirting with him, and he fucking bites. Right? Real creepy motherfucker, dude. All the parents are so creepy in this shit. Uh, she's like, oh, you sort of look like Clark Kent in those glasses. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, oh really? Do I? And she's like, oh. Can I try them on? And she puts them on. She's like, ooh, you look like a regular Lois Lane. And he's like, oh, really? And, and she goes to put him, give him back to him and knock something over. And he's like, oh, sorry about that. So they run out, you know, when he goes to pick shit up. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's a good movie, man. 
overall with a horror twist to it, which makes it even a better movie. You know, for it. And I don't know why people are complaining. Uh, it's set up already. He's going to direct the 40 years later. They did the blood pact at the end. Are, um, are people complaining? Because everything I saw was generally positive. Um, well, you know, there's always a complaint. I mean, there's, yeah, there's always whiners. I understand. But I thought it was generally positive reviews overall. Uh, yeah, it is. But, you know, there's always the naysayers that want to, you know, stick out. And they have, like, a rock war. You know, that's old school shit, dude. Right? Oh, yeah. Throwing rocks at each other? Yeah. yeah. Kids don't have rock wars nowadays, dude. Their no, parents... because one kid's parents would sue the other kid's parents as soon as he got hit in the fucking eye. Exactly. And the kids would narc on each other. As opposed <laughs> exactly. to back in the day, you'd be like, oh, I just fell off my bike. You know, when he got in a fight or something. You know, just weird. Or just not say anything at all. You know, that's the way it was. Yep. And yeah, I, an old school rock war was cool to see on TV. Or I mean on a movie uh, screen. So, okay, so I saw this opening night. One guy was so scared. There's this projector scene in the movie that's freaky as shit. And one, one of the bigger jump scares in the movie. Every time I've seen it, people jump and freak out. The clown just pops out. He's like, Meh! you know. But it's so a when good... When he comes up out of the water? <clears throat> well, it's a good jump scare. Oh, here we go. Okay. Right stuff. Oh, Those are great new kids on the block references in this shit. Fuck, man. It's a great movie. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. So, what was I talking about? Sorry. K-N-T-O-B or whatever. No, the new kids on the... Before that. Before new kids. What was it, Em? What was I talking about? You're not listening? Okay, so... It. It the movie. The what? Okay, the jump scare. Thank you. Okay, so during the theater, one guy literally screamed, like behind, <laughs> like way behind me. These people aren't used to a horror movie, you know. And I was like, oh, that was good, you know. I was like, mm, like my eyes got wide. That's like the biggest surprise. <laughs> but it was, it was good. It was a great movie, and then the in uh, the second time I went, I went with uh, my daughter, and we went in the Prime Theater, and the sound was amazing in that Prime Theater, man. Every time Pennywise came around, I was like, whoa, whoa, you know, the sound is really good in this movie. The uh, I give five out of five ear holes for the sound. The sound mixing is crazy, the the whispering and the circular, um, you know, just the the whispering and shit in the back corners of the theater are really right. good. Yeah, is he circling you, trying to make you more afraid? Or it's just in your fucking head. You know, he's laughing, or, you know, people are yelling, um, talking to you from in the drain. You know, just all that stuff. So I give it a four to five, or five out of five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and uh, four out of five uh, rocks to the head, or uh, cut bellies. Um, Belly H's. Let me see. Oh, I I predicted right here. I put down. It makes a hundred million. Come on. When did you put that down? I put that Yesterday? down. No, I put that down like when I right when I saw it opening weekend, like Friday night. I put it makes a hundred million. You know, well. like Friday night. I'm like, okay, this is fucking good. The movie was packed. 
nothing has come out. You know, in the past two weeks, has just been shitty. Right? right. P- people are um, look, looking for a good movie, and this is it. Hey! Uh, it's a, the worst pun ever for any movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said it makes $100 million. And I put, uh, just let it lie. Hmm. Whatever that means. Um, <laughs> it's a mystery. I don't know. Okay, what do you got? That was the right stuff. Yeah, go see it if you can. It's a freaky movie if you're not used to, but it's actually it's good. It's not just cool. a it's not just a bad it's not just a horror movie. It's a great coming of age movie with horror elements. No, I'm into it, man. I, I do want to see it. I'm going to try to. I might take my uh, oldest boy to go see it. Okay, coining a new term, guys. Here we go. Coming of horror movie. Is that like Freddy Krueger jacking off or something? No, it's coming of horror movie. That's uh, coming of age horror. I, I got it. I'm just... Com, com, hom. Come on, I mental picture of Freddy jacking off with his razor glove thing. Right, it would be com, hom. <laughs> there you go. Coming of age horror movie, or come hom. Uh, well, mm, <laughs> <let's>... <laughs> maybe not that one. Come hom. Come on, what's your problem? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the, the the acronym or whatever it is that you're using for uh, this particular genre of movie. Uh, I, I think that's my problem, yeah. All right, what do you come, got? Come home? Hmm. Come on, mom. Uh, what do I got? I got our state making uh, a decision that makes me a little bit sad. Um, so the state of California. Augie Cali. Uh, yeah, hold that thought. Uh, they created a rule that said that, uh, no drones or other unmanned vehicles of any type may deliver marijuana within the state. God damn it. Yeah. So there will not be an Amazon drone bringing me a fucking ounce of California green bud anytime in the near future. Mm. Well, do they, can they bring prescriptions like prescription, um, like, like pills? For, yeah, like diabetes or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a great question. I don't know. I would imagine that anything that is a controlled substance, whether it's like a narcotic painkiller or antibiotics, probably couldn't be delivered by a drone because you have to be able to verify someone's identity and make sure they can ask questions. Uh, well, no, they can just have the uh, barcodes or whatever. Well, I mean, you could get around some of those requirements by, you know, requiring the person to Skype with you and uh, to provide a copy of their, you know, state identification. Because uh, cer- uh, certain people I know in the medical field uh, can get access to drugs by using a DEA code. Every single um, doctor in the country has that's a what DEA I mean. code. That's yeah. what I mean. But if you use something like that... And they give each buddy, somebody one of those or something similar, you know, to like that type of thing to where it's a, a random code that pops out all the time to the person delivered, getting the pills delivered. Maybe that would work, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's got to be some way that they can do it. I agree. Um, I just don't think there's any political will in California at this point to do that. You know what I mean? Like there are they they're already getting heat from the feds. Um, the state is for, uh, legalizing recreational weed. 
uh, you know, Trump and, and his buddies in the Justice Department aren't too keen on, on recreational or medicinal marijuana. But, uh, you know, so they're probably just saying, well, we've, we're, we've, we've pushed it far enough already. I don't think that we should ask to have a, uh, you know, uh, a drone system just basically <laughs> drop, dropping weed in someone's <laughs> fucking backyard, you know? Uh, yeah, well, come on. Uh, yeah, no, dude, I'd make it rain all day. Bring me a fucking another eighth. Bring me another eighth, right? Make it rain weed. Well, now you can go to the club as much as you want. There's no limits. Yeah, exactly. So why not? You know? Well, but when you go to a club, they check your identification. They check to make sure you have a valid recommendation, right? I mean, it's not like they just say, come on in and grab an armload. There is a process to it, and you you don't have that at least yet in the drone delivery scheme. <sighs> I know. No, but- so you're, you're still going to have to drive your sorry ass to San Jose to get weed. That's fine. You know, that's that's the uh, new cool place to be now, man. Yeah, uh, pot club? In San Ho. Well, yeah, the pot clubs. <coughs> yeah, they just have... Um, uh, they had like a run on like concentrates that were on sale recently. That's yeah, pretty decent. Uh, they still need to get those things fucking cheaper. Yeah, well, you know, concentrates take a lot of plant to make, so it kind of makes sense. Oh, it was funny. At my uh, my job, I I um you know I watch a bunch of houses and stuff like that. One of the backyards that's connecting to Chris one of the is houses, a professional stalker, folks. Yes, one of one of the one of the um backyards that's connecting. I kept mm-hmm. smelling like oh it smells like the guy's dabbing, mm-hmm. or you know or something like that. And I and I look over and this guy's been there for years. I think I look through and there's four huge pot plants, like nice. stalks, like thick stalks, like as thick as my arm. And they're in like rollable planters that they can move. Nice. Uh, yeah, they were big, and I'm like, wow. And they were all trimmed up, and they're and they're smelling really good. Because I'm like, oh my god. Did you take a picture? <clears throat> no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna get shot. Well, dude, you just stealth picture. It, well, man. the ba- his his back door was open, and I can see his TV was on, so he was going in and out of the house. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna get fired taking a picture of weed. I told my boss about it. He's like, oh, cool. It's not illegal. Yeah, it's not illegal. He's like, why don't you pick me some next time? <laughs> it's not illegal, so. Yeah, but it looks like he's been growing these plants for a long time. You know, right? Just keeping them alive through the winter, all that good stuff. Yeah, because they're really healthy. Like it was like four huge planters. It looked like he had just watered them, and they're yeah. in like and they're in like those breathable bins, not like those potted ones. It was right, like a yeah. fabric mesh, so all mm-hmm. the soil could breathe. Yeah, he knew he was doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. I definitely want to get that going at my house now that I'm down here full time. I either want to make a grow closet in my little pod cave here because I got room, or it's gonna uh, reek. <laughs> dude, that's okay. I'll fucking put a HEPA filter in here. Oh yeah, yeah. Because this guy's stuff, I can smell coming down the driveway. I'm like, well, oh, yeah. But this is a fairly self-contained little unit that I'm in. And it doesn't have any ventilation except what I put in it. Uh-huh. So I will, you know, if I do make a grow closet in here, then I will, uh, I'll put a, a vent out the top and I will put a HEPA filter system in it so that it will uh, not be super stinky. 
Just maybe a little bit. Yeah, because now you can just, like, you can grow perfect plants now. Just grow, like, two really nice ones and just nurture them for, like, four or five years. One indica, one sativa. Or four indica, four sativa. You know what I mean? Well, so the state allows you six. and okay. uh, Six indica, six, six sativa. No, three of each. Ten sativa. Okay. Well, so in Fresno, you would get arrested because so, they only <laughs> they only allow you six. <laughs> That'd be three. No wait. Three sativas, three indica. Three. Okay, but I see people buying fucking shitload of plants every well, time. Yeah, but so what they're doing is they get all their buddies together and they say we're a collective, and we're going to have one person who's really good at this grow for everyone else. So if you and I and like four of our other friends made a quote unquote collective. Okay, that's what the podcast then, is now. It's a collective. Then you could grow like 24 plants, right? Six okay. for each person. Um, but you would be growing it for them. Okay, so we're the attention deficit order collective. Okay. So we can say that and then we can just grow as much as we want. There you go. Right. Nope, you can grow six plants and I can grow six plants. I can grow six plants for you and six plants for me or you, vice versa. You can do that, but 12 would be the max between the two of us. All right, so. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, well, whatever. Josh. Shit happens. Oh, the um, uh, J.J. Abrams is going to direct Star Wars Episode Nine now. Neat. Uh, they have told him, yes. I don't know. He's going to... Some people aren't happy. Some people are. So get ready for more... Uh, what is it? Flares? Light flares? Is that what he's famous for? Light flares or... Flare lights? What's he famous for? Uh, lens flares. That's lens it. flare. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I got a text I had to respond to, man. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. Sorry. Forgive me. No, lens flares, uh, man. Yeah, that's his thing. Uh, lens flares. So, I don't know. Think it's going to be any good? I hope so. Well, I mean, he directed uh, Force Awakens, right? Yes, he did. I was generally happy with that movie. So, um, I will probably generally be happy with episode nine. That's fine. J.J. Abrams is a good director, man. I don't know what to say. I don't tend to have any qualms about going to see a movie of his. Yeah, people wanted him to do all three. That would have been nice. Then it would have felt like there was consistent vision across all three movies, kind of like Peter Jackson did with Lord of the Rings. But it's almost like the the original three, right? Because didn't uh, Kasdan do two? And then did Lucas Kas do three? Did Kasdan direct or just write? I, I think he I think he did. I think he directed and it was Lucas that wrote. I think that's why uh um Empire was so much better than the first the first and second. <laughs> Cuz I think Lucas directed 1 and 3. And Kasdan Kasdan did 2. So it's almost like that again. Right? Yeah, that's why I think it had such a darker tone. Empire was directed by Irving Kirshner. Irving Kirsch, somebody. Uh, Kasdan did. Uh, what did he do? The the fucking soundtrack. He know. was he was writer. The no, writer. That's that, it. Someone with a K. Pretty close. Yeah. 
Yeah, I knew George didn't direct Empire, though. That's why it was better than the uh, the ones around it. I want to be a Jedi like my father. <laughs> Yay! Come on! Right. He's looking chubby in those fucking pictures. He's uh, in those in those Jedi robes. He's been sitting on that island a little too long. Well, come on. There's not a lot of space to run around, you know? Yeah, it should be good, though. I'm looking forward. I got uh, looking forward to that. Um, we got Ragnarok tickets. You know what's up. Of course you did. I got IMAX, Atmos, f- uh, faux 3D. Uh, opening night, the the XD in my neighborhood is playing at 9.30 p.m. on Thursday. I'm like, I have a job. <laughs> okay, I cannot be up till 11.30. I'll be falling asleep in the middle of this fucking thing. I wake up, I wake up like at 5 in the morning. Yeah. Well. Yeah, no. I'll go to the shittier version of a 3D at 7 p.m. rather than the XD version at 9.30 p.m. It's like, fuck that. No way. But you're going to see it four times, so you'll see it one way or the see other. See it three times. At least. At least, yeah, at least three times. Um, It should be cool. Oh, we got our Kingsman tickets. Oh yeah, that I saw a trailer for that. Finally, that does look like a lot of fun with the cowboys and shit. Like yeah, base, explosive baseballs. And uh, stuff. Spoiler alert: spo- M doesn't want to hear anything. Oh, sorry, <laughs> M. <laughs> M. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, that looks awesome. That does look like a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the first movie, though, so I'm not surprised that I'm excited for the second. I like the first one because I didn't know what to expect at all. Right, yeah, it just looked like a, a Bond knockoff, and it really wasn't. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks like a bunch of people running around, having fun, and checking it out. All right. All right where were we? I forget. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't oh, matter. I've been playing uh, Destiny 2. How's that? Which everyone has been protesting for some reason. Oh, I have to pay for my shaders. I want to be pink in my raid. That's all I'm hearing. Really? It's, it's fun. I like the shooting mechanics. It's basically Halo 5.6. Basically what it is. It's a lot of Halo bosses. I didn't get too far into the actual original Destiny. I just played the storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are complaining that there's no new um, uh, people or no new races. It's all the same races. Fucking where? Um, you keep going down the same corridors. Okay, that would be problematic. Uh, well, like, I'll go onto a place and I'll be like, oh, do this special mission. But it'll be going down the same corridors before, but just a different mission. Right, you get a different bad guy at the end that you shoot in the face a thousand yes. times. And they, yeah. and they repeat but, that shit. But that's the way Destiny 1 was, so... <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's Who, what I expected. Who's fucking surprised, to be honest? Uh, well, people thought it would be a bigger game. Mm. Uh, well, they had three years to work on it and all the assets from people that are into that shit. They say all of them are exactly the same. (laughs) Oh, that's kind of shitty. They're like, well, these assets aren't even new. Everything's the same. They're using the same shaders or it's not even a new engine. So Um, it's destiny 1.2. That's what people are calling it. And the, uh, and now there's microtransactions in the game. That people are hating. So you can almost buy your way up to a certain... Oh. I, I sort of like that. If I don't want to grind, 
With real bucks, though? Yes. If you really want to. But I'll just, you know, sit around and shoot shit for four hours, like, a couple times a day and slowly build myself up. Right. I mean, that's that's the way to play the game. Yeah, that's, I don't, that's, I, yeah. that's what I've been doing with it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't know, the uh, bullet sponge is uh is what people are calling it. Everything's just bullet spongy. The yeah. I mean the, again that's like the way Destiny was originally. So it doesn't sound like it's a huge improvement. Uh what about all the the new weapons? They showed like mini guns and melee weapons and shit like that. Um is, is, well, I'm is just that cool? like right now I have I just do the hand cannon, uh submachine gun and like either uh like a pulse rifle or a, f- a fucking f- flame rifle or whatever the fuck. Or a grenade launcher, purple grenade launcher, whatever the fuck they call them. The little elements, you know? One's energy, one's fire. Oh, yeah, there's like electricity, fire, fucking... I forget the other one. Pulse? Gravity? I forget. So you shoot like, you know... Something the like that, yeah. You shoot, you, you always have an electricity one to kill the shields. And then you pull out your little fucking uh, machine gun and brrr, shoot him in the face. You know, right. typical, you know, you just do that over and over again. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like what the original Destiny yeah. was. So, well, yeah. whatever. It has tight shooting mechanics, and that's why I got it. You know, right. it's one of the better first-person shooters when it comes to shooting. Uh, I, I did appreciate that with the first Destiny, too. I thought that was tight as fuck. The only game that comes close, I've felt recently, has been Titanfall. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Titanfall is very cool. And now they just put a HDR upgrade to Battlefield 1. For, oh, cool. For anybody who has it like on computer or whatever the fuck else. Or on your Xbox One S. Uh, and that, I don't know. That should be all right. So yeah, the shaders people are complaining about. And the... Um, what's it? And just, the, just the, how the, the game's not any different. All the stuff they've, all their assets and their shaders they can't bring over that they paid money for on the other game. Uh, none of their um, loot that they bought that they were saving on Destiny One could be brought over. So, so oh my god, all my like six thousand engrams are all gone or whatever the fuck else. Nah, eh, whatever. It's fucking Destiny, guys. I, I say grow a pair. Like, <clears throat> is that? Come on. How often in a game, like Mass Effect is one of the few games I can think of where you brought forward shit from uh, game to game. You don't in Call of Duty, you don't in Madden, you don't in Battlefield, anything. like. So why you, none of the Halo games, you know? This was supposed to be the first console Esh game that was sort of like the real MMOs, like you know World of Warcraft, where you could create a character, bring him to the next version of the game. That's what people were hoping with this, and it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> okay, so they their hopes were smashed. <laughs> Oops, and and they're throwing hissy fits. That's what it is. Poor it's, fucking babies. <laughs> it's they, I don't know. They just didn't want to do it, man. Yeah, I've got no sympathy for it, man. I mean, can you imagine like? having to program all that, like every asshole in Destiny who's saved a million of these little widgets and wants to fucking bring it into Destiny 2, figuring out how to do that. Yeah, I see uh, Clint on there, and he said he wasn't going to buy it. Well. Come on. He always says that with every game. 
exactly. Ends up, he ends up buying he's everything. got the willpower of like a four year old when it comes to video games. <laughs> and it was like, it's too easy to click on that button, man. <laughs> it really is now with digital purchases. Uh, I've done that with a few games where I'm like, you know, I really miss playing like XCOM 2. I was sitting there browsing the store and I saw it and I was like, I haven't played XCOM in forever. Fuck it. I'm just going to buy it. It's only 60 well, bucks. Well, with all these half off game sales now that they're doing every week. That's a really good idea. We're like, no, boom. that is. Yeah, play the game for free this weekend, and it's thirty bucks if you want to buy it. Right. I d- I did that with uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, for Honor. You know, and that was totally worth it. Yeah, so for thirty bucks, absolutely. Yes, that's not a sixty dollar game. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's like Rainbow Six Siege. I, I never saw that as a sixty dollar game. That was the half off at one point, and I was going, mm, I'm like, I haven't played it. I'm going to get killed. I'm not going to play it. I'll just stick to yeah. Gears of War. Yeah, that's the other thing, is jumping into that game later on, you'll get murdered quick. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, what are you guys doing? Get out of here. You're stupid. Yeah. Like, Where are we going, guys? Um, I should go in there anyway just to fuck with them all. Like, that's right. Just start throwing grenades right as soon as you spawn. He happened to shoot all the our, uh, my own operators. Like, oops, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, you looked like a bad guy. No, sorry, but who is this asshole? Yeah, that's what happens when you get into these games and these people are serious. Oh yeah, and especially Rainbow Six. That's always been hyper competitive. Hey, I have a question. In pings, do you want your ping to be high or low? High ping is better, I think. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ping rate is like how how quickly information is returning. Okay. Um, so like the the server that you're logging into for the game, right? Uh-huh. So you're playing Destiny 2. Um, it sends a little message to your Xbox and then waits for a response. And the you know it's measured in uh, fractions of a um, a second, basically. So the higher the fraction, the better, right? You want like a thousandth of a second, not a tenth. Okay. Because I'm doing like, because the new Gears of War update shows everybody's pings. Mm-hmm. So when you click on it, I'm like, why is everyone's numbers moving? <laughs> and then, because <laughs> then they added it. So it's ping, kills, revives, whatever the fuck, right? So when you click on the guy, some guy is like 400. I'm sitting here at like 1, 150, 200. You know, dropping down to 90. I'm just watching it fluctuate left and right. You know, so, so the, okay, so I'm like, what is So the guy playing at like 400, he's on like someone's corporate server or something, or he's paying for a kick ass internet connection. Yeah, he's at 400, but, and now they have, or or he's got Google Fiber. Yes, and now they, they just revamped the whole matchmaking system on Gears of War 4. So now I'm playing people that are my same ping rate and also my same rank, like within like at least 20, you know. So they've they've done a lot of improvements, and it's almost been a year for this fucking thing. That's cool. I mean, I'm glad that they're balancing the servers. That's important. I f- I always feel that, uh, especially EA is guilty of kind of getting Call- it into a stable working order and then not tweaking it anymore oh. unless they have to. I think Gears is the best at it. Call of Duty is one of the worst. Well, yeah, Activision's always shitty. Uh, their their servers suck. Yeah, Battlefield One is just like, oh, I guess I'm kicked out of a game again. Uh, Gears of War, I've never been kicked out of a game unless I've been idle for too long. Uh, yeah, I've never been like dropped. 
Well, you know, I've I've been dropped from many games for fucking Battlefield and Call of Duty. But it's also they're using Xbox dedicated servers too. Which a, which a lot of people don't take into account when they're playing these fucking uh, multiplayer games on these fucking Activision paid for servers from who knows who the fuck where. Right. Or where the fuck who. Who the fuck where? I knew what you meant. All right, what do you got before we get out of here? We're going to make this a short one, guys. Yeah, it took us 45 minutes to set up the uh, system now that well, we're uh, separate. It was like a test run for the first time, guys. Yeah, so this is a baby episode. We're just making sure everything works right, and then we'll be back into regular form starting next week, hopefully. Yeah, and I needed to rate uh, um, it for you guys. Oh, Junkie XL is going to do the Tomb Raider reboot. I don't even know who that is. Uh, And why are they rebooting Tomb Raider again? Well, of course. Come on. They have to. Angelina Jolie cannot be the last Tomb Raider. (laughs) Oh, you meant movie. I thought you were talking about a new video game. No, no, the video game is coming out in 4K super duper on the new Xbox One X where everything's going to play better this fall. Um, According to everybody who's played it at shows who played uh, the new Assassin's Creed, they say it looks amazing. Uh, The new um, uh, Mordor game looks cool. That's what I keep hearing, so let's do it, guys. Uh, The new Purge movie is going to be a prequel. Yeah, it's going to show the first purge. I I caught a little thing about that. All right, let's get out of here. Whee! Um, Yeah, that's it, guys. Bye-bye! Oh, do you want to give who our friends are? We probably should. I mean, it's a tradition, right? Yeah. So, uh, what's up to Big Papa Podcast? Uh, Bold and Belligerent... Uh, growing Up Not Growing Old, uh, The Offensive Line, Paint It Black Podcast, uh, Horribly Awkward Podcast, Geek Dig, FYFC, Naked Porch Podcast, Beer Cast, uh, Dark Angels Pretty Freaks. Oh, yeah. Con- Conrad and Jack Show, everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com, which is SmackCast, uh, Fantasy Football Guy, Kodo MMA, The Other Mike and Mike Show. Knights of the Turntables. And- Knights of the Turntables, one of my very favorite podcasts these Great, days. They man. keep talking about awesome music. God, their music knowledge is fucking insane. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> I, I thought I was pretty decent, and then I listened to their show. Yeah, it's like, and, fuck. Yeah, like album, producer, fucking uh, year of release, every track title, fucking song length. Yeah, they're crazy. Who played what instrument? Yeah, it's fucking nuts. All right, guys, we're out of here. All right, later. Bye-bye.